0: Hello all you beautiful people. This is Optimistically Depressed and I am your host Ruth McMullen. Thank you for taking the time to listen in on this. I'm thrilled that I get to still do podcasting even though we're all in this time where we need to be um, basically staying home. And so I know that I'm very privileged to be able to have, first of all, have the equipment at home to be able to do the podcast. And that I have I can still um, do interviews with people over the phone so of course the quality is not going to be as great but the conversation is still just as good so um, I hope that all of you are doing okay out there I know that I mean getting to a point where you start to feel a little nutty is uh, definitely in order right now I would say Um, I've uh, yeah I've definitely reached some points where I'm kind of like I don't know what I'm gonna do you know you're looking on into the future you're kind of looking into the summer and I I mean I am and it's just kinda like if I am not able to go to the beach this summer I'm not really sure how I'm going to survive the rest of the year because I mean I do like the winter I think that it's very beautiful I like the quiet that comes along with the snow but I do enjoy my summer as well, as, especially as I've gotten older, I've started to enjoy summers even more. I think maybe it's because I uh, have started to not mind the heat as much. I used to not really like the heat that much, but I'm starting to kind of understand why people do like the heat. And if I'm not able to go to the beach and enjoy the heat there and jump in the water and play with the kids and make sandcastles... kind of like getting into that headspace to face another winter would be much more difficult. So when I think about that, that, when I'm looking into the future and I'm looking at that possibility, it definitely feels daunting and it makes me think, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make this and it kind of makes me like get into a bit of a panic. And I know that that's normal and I also know that it's not helpful to do that. Everybody is saying take things one day at a time and I've, of course I understand the value in being able to do that and of course I do understand that it's something that I need to strive towards doing. But I do also believe in the importance of acknowledging all those other feelings that you have going on and all those other fears and emotions that you're going through when you're thinking about this uncertainty. Um, And, you know, it's also kind of brought me to this realization. And it's a realization that I've had before, but I think it's something that's definitely been heightened due to recent events. It's just the fact that, you know, we never really know what's going on. Like we we can never really predict. Of course, we can't predict what's going to happen even in in the next two minutes. We can have a pretty good idea. We like to pretend that we have this control over it, but we don't and i think that the everything that's going on is just this reminder that we actually are not as in control as we like to think that we are and i think that's uh, something that you know it's healthy to get to the point where you're like you know that's okay it's okay that i'm feeling rather helpless right now because it helps you understand the things i think it helps you understand the things that you That you aren't helpless about. You aren't helpless when it comes to the people that you let into your life, when it comes to the influences that you let into your life. You aren't helpless when it comes to the way that you treat yourself and the way that you treat others. And I think that it's something, you know, that's definitely something that I've been trying to strive towards as far as this podcast goes, trying to understand and trying to understand the the power and control that I do have when it comes to my lifestyle to how I do treat myself to the way that I treat my family my friends all of you and I think that I you know I've been afraid to step into that into that kind of power into that authority that I can have and um, and I, you know I don't think that's uncommon either I think that that's a pretty common struggle for many of us so, um, you know, maybe, maybe this could be an opportunity for us to really understand the, the kind of control that we can have in a healthy way. So, uh, I mean, that's just some of the thoughts that I'm having right now. Hopefully that does resonate with some of you. Maybe some of you are sitting there being like, yeah, no, duh. And you know what? If that's where you're at right now, that's awesome. And maybe you have something that you can teach me, as I'm sure probably all of you have something that you can teach me so i got to interview alexa again i i had uh, i had an interview with her right near the beginning of this podcast and you know what it was due time for her to come back she is one of the most fiery and driven people that i know she has she has her passions and she has follow through I really admire that because it's something that I, of course, want to put into my own life. Um, follow through is something that I definitely struggle with, and it's inspiring to watch somebody who has that passion and who has that follow through work. And it's also a privilege to be able to listen to how they think. And uh, she definitely like she does her research. She knows what she's talking about, and. Um, she also has that uh, that drive to learn so i think that's just the perfect thing too and um that's the perfect that this is the perfect combination because when you you know when you know what you know and then you also understand that there's so much more for you to learn uh, i think that that's just a great recipe for making waves for going forward and really like really making a a change and i can definitely see alexa like that's she's already there like she's already making waves she's already changing things I, i i mean even in our own household she's changed the way that we've looked at our waste uh at the at how we use plastic and also um, at just like making us more conscious of what each thing we use how what kind of impact is that going to have on the environment and so she's very very passionate when it comes to that uh, when it comes to environmental matters and I think that's well of course that's very important we need that of course we need that And, uh, and then she also has the ability to say, okay, well, you know what, but look, here, here are some wins. And, you know, because we we need that. I know that I need that. If I'm looking at a problem, and I'm thinking, well, this is just a problem. This is just a big problem. And there's nothing I can do about it. I don't see any progress that we've ever made on that. That's not going to encourage me to try and uh, so to be able to look at it and say oh well you know what we did we made some progress here like look these these things are improving they are getting better then it's like oh good it gives you that push to keep going and the research that Alexa has done on on those matters and just other things that she's passionate about it can give you that boost that you need to be like oh okay yes you know of course I'm not perfect I'm not going to do all of this perfectly and I'm but that's the point and you know it's just it's all about just making another step towards where you want to be and that applies to every I think it applies to everything I mean yeah it applies to the environment It, it applies to mental health it's all about celebrating those wins no matter how big or small you think they are and understanding that you always have this opportunity to change where you're going and to just like walk in that direction that you know you want to be going in. So it's like kind of gaining that strength and gaining that momentum and falling and then understanding how you can get back up and that is how it goes. So uh, I, I just, yeah, I love talking with her and I know that you're going to enjoy this conversation. Of course you will. And uh, you know, if any of you are thinking that maybe you'd like to, ha- to share some of your thoughts, some of your story, and your um, adventure as far as mental health goes, if you want to share that on the show, definitely get in touch with me. And uh, you can do that through Twitter, spot, uh, sorry, through Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, email. You can go to my website, which is uh, optimisticallydepressed.com, um, and send me a message. Let me know. Uh, so. Yeah, things have definitely been kind of turning around in this household. I've been learning some new things, and of course, that always makes me feel really fired up and ready to go again. I hope that's the case for all of you, and if you're in a dark space, you know, you're not alone, and uh, maybe maybe allow yourself to kind of, like, sit in in that and really understand where that's coming from and perhaps if you're understanding where that's coming from it will help you understand where you want to take it. Um, I hope that you all are a little encouraged by this and take care of yourselves. All right here is Alexa. Hi, Alexa. Hi, Ruth. So you were just telling me that you got promoted at your job, which you are doing remotely right now. Congratulations. That's awesome. Thank that you very so exciting. much. Yeah, especially it's, at, been a, it's been a good week. Yeah, that's awesome, especially at this time, too, because they're like there's so much uncertainty and some people are losing sources of income, which has been the case in our household. And so it's nice that... Um, you know, it's nice to hear about people who are also not like that's not happening to. <laughs> so <laughs> it's awesome. Congratulations. Thank I know you. you're like an incredibly hard worker. Like, um, so for those listening, uh, we've been, Alexa and I have been friends and Sean. So Alexa, Sean and I have been friends, friends for over a year. How long has it been? I think it's,
1: I think it's been like a year and a half at this point. Cause we met, December of 2018.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yep. That sounds about right. And um, one of the things that you very quickly learn about Alexa is that she is very hardworking, very dedicated to her work. And you have just, um, you are a very convicted person, you know, like you, you believe in what you do. And I think that's what makes you so effective when you work. So that's awesome. And I'm very impressed and also not that surprised.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. And uh, yeah, so I'm really glad that this last week has treated you well. How are you overall doing these days?
1: Um, these days, given I guess like the, the the circumstance in which we're under right now, um, definitely at, at first was was quite challenging. Um, I'm someone who operates very well under routine and I like knowing what to expect and planning is a big part of that. And, you know, something comes around that is really out of your control and just flips all of that on, on its head. It was very, um, it was very stressful and it, it wasn't great. Um, and especially where, uh, a lot of the work that I do, all of the work that I do is tied to the environment whether that's through my professional work, um, working on, you know, marine debris and other um, marine issues, or through the nonprofit I run, stop trashing it and um, trying to help people live lighter on the planet. Um, I think that the situation that we're in has kind of just brought a lot of these, like, environmental issues to light. And that's been hard.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I was actually wondering, um, because because everyone's being more careful now with not spreading germs too. I imagine that makes it so that people are throwing things out more often, like kind of like, for example, if you go to Tim Hortons, you can't bring your, your takeaway cup or um, what's the word? Travel mug. You have to have, you like, you can't do that anymore. So it's kind of like, I'm wondering about the environment, the environmental impact that's going to have, but then I'm also thinking, well, hopefully people aren't really going out so much anyway so they don't need to like so maybe they're just not even using disposable cups as much or um that kind of thing just because they're not actually going out but do you have anything to say on that like has there any been anything that you have observed or any advice that you might have to give um Always lots to say, but uh, <laughs> see, I guess I, at first
1: it was. At first, I was I was really really taken aback. But this was before the state of emergency was uh, announced. It first started off um, with not accepting mugs, and like uh, I was doing a lot of bulk shopping at well, locally at the chair shop, but also for some other items at Bulk Barn, where you could bring your own jars. And I felt like as uh, like globally, and especially in North America, there were a lot of really good strides being made towards. Um, reducing uh, single-use plastic and and in reducing waste generally, and mm-hmm. that was the first really big hit that I, I was really upset about was not being able to use jars. I understand the mug the mug thing, but um, that that was kind of a hard pill to swallow because I felt like it took so long to get there. To, to get people's behaviors to change, to realize, okay, yeah, I'm going to bring my reusable mug. That took, it took so much to get to that point and overnight it, that was reversed. And, and that was, uh, that was really not so great. Um, and, uh, you know, just for example, the other day at the grocery store, um, I was really anxious book going at the grocery store anyways, um, mm-hmm. but having to buy things that I normally, um, that I might have an alternative for, and that was a hard pill to swallow, but also at the cash where I wanted to reuse, my, to use my reusable bags and the cashier wouldn't let me. And he kind of like forced me into using plastic. And I'm an individual who I haven't used a single use coffee cup in the past for four years. I haven't used bags in the past. I don't, I don't know how long. And and so when something like that happened, like I froze. I almost started to cry. And I looked at my roommate and she kind of looked at me and she was like, it's fine. I'm like, oh, um, and so I actually shared that on Stop Trashing It. I shared that on our Instagram story, and the feedback from the community was overwhelmingly positive. In hearing things like that happened to me too, um, you know, thank you so much for sharing. Uh, and then people telling me, oh well, like you can just load the items into your cart, bring the the cart to your car, and then load it into your reusable bags there, and just wash your bags at home. And so in sharing these these struggles that we've been facing with you know other like-minded individuals, there's actually been a lot of solutions that come out of this. And um, yeah, there are some things that we're going to have to bend on. I mean, I used single-use gloves the other day, but when it comes to safety, I think safety is the bottom line. And yeah. the work that a lot of us are doing to protect the environment is to protect the environment for humans, where it's selfish, right? We're, we want to preserve what we have so we can continue to have it for future generations. And if we can't control this, this pandemic and, and this, this, ultimately this virus, then then that doesn't really matter. So, I, you know, protecting us has to has to be the first thing. So that's what I've kind of been trying just to remind myself of that and, and being gentle on, on myself there. And also it's, it's only temporary. This will pass. Um, right. You know, de- definitely there are individuals who are, you know, throwing gloves and wipes down the toilets, which is wildly problematic and, and more litter. But like you said, there are, I mean, significantly less people going out and purchasing things. I mean, if you look at cases from all over the world, if you look at pollution mapping um, in terms of like, you know, air pollution, a lot of major cities are actually seeing incredible reductions in in air pollution. Um, in Venice, the canals have been running clear water, and normally they're gray. So all oh, of this gosh. reduced activity has actually really benefited the environment. It's giving the environment a second to to literally breathe and and to regain some equilibrium. And I it's just really interesting. I mean, we, we've seen the price of oil drop. We, we are seeing these changes that are related to to the situation now that are benefiting the environment. Um, so while there while there has been some small setbacks, like I think we need to, to think about the bigger picture here for a second and what this means for our environment.
0: That is incredible. You know, it's nice to actually have a <laughs> to have some like positive stuff come out of this, you know? I'm finding that, um, it's, you know, as the time goes on, it's getting more difficult for me anyway, to try to pay attention to the positive things, just because it gives you, like when you're at home and you're just looking at all of the news and everything that's going on, you just kind of get in this, like this downward spiral of like, everything is falling apart and what are we going to do? Yeah. yeah, Right. Like, what are we going to do when, um. you know like in a few months like if things aren't improving and like how are we going to financially survive this and like what are our kids going to do and you know it just like it plays with your head and um and I think that we're starting to get into a stage now where people are like oh like this isn't just like going away this is actually like pretty serious <laughs> and I think that yeah. everyone knows that but it's also a thing that you just kind of have to like know So like there's like knowing with your head and then there's also just like actually realizing it and like it becoming just like a thing that disrupts your life for real Mm -hmm. yeah and so it's nice to hear some of the good stuff that's happening as a result of this so yeah learning about the air becoming less polluted and water like that's insane like mm-hmm. running clear that's amazing and that's it's just nice to kind of focus on some of those nice things I've had to like reduce my my time on Instagram because I just can't be constantly reminded of what's going on how are mm-hmm. you finding
1: that um well at first actually so when, when the fit of emergency and all of that kind of first unfolded I was actually with my family um and my parents are always on the news. They're always staying informed, which is fantastic. I think it's important to stay informed, but, um, and then that sort of slipped into me and I was really like following everything too closely. And I saw the correlation between the more time I spent checking the news and on social media, the worse my anxiety was. And I felt like I couldn't control anything and I was being, something was being sucked out of me and it was, it was feeding really negative thought processes. um, -hmm. So being able, like you said, to just like limit that um, and, and trying to hold some boundaries for myself, um, two of the biggest things that have helped aside from that, and it, it's important to stay informed, but, you know, limit how much you're informing yourself. Be careful of where you're getting your information from, but um, thinking big picture. Um, if we look back in history, there have been several other pandemics mm. and we always get through it there have been recessions before we always get through it yes things will change and things aren't going to be comfortable during this period of change but we will come out of this and it's Mm. it's sometimes really hard to to see that end in sight because we don't know what that looks like and uncertainty is really freaking scary because we don't we don't know what to expect we don't know how we're going to get from point a to point b but we know that we will So focusing on what you can control, like finding normal routines and and things that you enjoy doing to, to remind you of that has been really, really helpful personally. Um, Also just trying to get outside once a day, going for a walk, sitting in my backyard, just something where I'm not in, in that, in that bubble of my home, Um, Mm. fresh air does the body and mind so much. I can't be there
0: I yeah I've been letting Picard out obviously and um funny because before I before all of this you know I just kind of opened the door let him out and then kind of close the door and whatever wait around until he was ready to come back in again and now I'm leaving the door open and just listening to the birds (laughs) and it's just like this is amazing I'm listening to the birds and it's like It definitely is one of those things that forces you to simplify your life. I kind of feel like it's well, I mean, people are talking about this too, so it's not just me. But it's um, it is hitting the reset button. It's all of these things that society has been talking about how we need this. You know, we need to be able to slow down. Everyone's too busy and um, we're overstimulated, and we need to be able to appreciate the small things and like go back to simpler um, kind of in a way simpler times. And mm-hmm. now it's like we're being forced into it. It's like, it's like we, we can understand what we need to do, but we need to have, it's like mankind or sorry, um, humankind needs to have this like smack in the face, like, okay, no, you're going to do this. Like we all, if you talk even to anyone that like finally makes this like big change to their life, that's this like really big, positive, more healthy change. It's not because, they were just like, oh, I know that I should do this. So I do that. Like, I don't really know how often that's really the case. Usually it's something like, well, yeah, this like horrible, devastating thing happened to me. And I was like, oh, I really have to change this or I really need Mm -hmm. to change this. Like it wasn't until I was uh, diagnosed with depression before I started to consistently exercise. And before that, yeah, I tried to exercise and whatever, but it was kind of like, yeah, I know I should do this. It's good for my health, blah, blah, blah. But it wasn't until I finally started to like, I was just like, Oh, like I'm really depressed and Mm -hmm. I need this. Like anyway. So it's like society is being pushed into this finally, where it's like, we need Mm -hmm. to have that simpler life. We need to take out some of the busyness and now look at us. We're stuck at home. (laughs) We're, we're now forced to take out that busyness and there are definitely parts of this that I'm like, oh, this is actually really nice I'm able I to think hang- it's
1: pushing a lot of I think it's pushing a lot of people to to do just that and to reconsider those things and and to pick up on on what they know that they should be doing I mean for me and my friends, I know like the first one or two weeks of this it was kind of like it was easy to to indulge in that sadness and then those like dark feelings but you recognize that like well, this isn't going away anytime soon so you could either. Like feed into it or try to do something to make it a little bit a little bit better
0: um, yes and I, and that's interesting I feel like that really does help bring out that side of a human being like um and it's like I think at our core there are the people who are going to be like well yep gonna hit the self-destruct button now and then there are people who are like no this well this is how things are now so I better figure out a way to make it so that it's as enjoyable as it can be or as good Mm -hmm. as it can be yeah Um, you definitely there's gonna
1: be downfalls for sure
0: but oh of course um and I think that like sometimes you need to spend a bit of time on one side before realizing you actually uh are the other oh absolutely right um but yeah, definitely with you, like you are, you would be the, the sort of person who would be like, okay, well, I mean, now here we are. So what are we going to do about it? I better, like, I'm going to do something about this, something good about this. And so,
1: thing, yeah, go ahead. One thing that I was, uh, that I've been talking about a lot with, um, uh, with, you know, the ambassadors of Stop Trashing It, our board members, and I'm also involved in a global, um, a global leadership program through Sustainable Oceans Alliance. And we had a call with 100 youth from all over the world, um, all working on something related to the ocean or the environment. And um, one thing that I've been reflecting on in all of these groups and in all of my networks is how a lot of the time in everyone's lives, I would say for the most part, we all individually face some sort of hardship or struggle or some type of negative emotion or feeling that gives us this 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 hard period in our life and oftentimes we move through that alone or with the support of one individual and sometimes we feel like we're misunderstood people don't understand what's happening in our what's what's happening to us and how we feel and we have to go through that that hardship alone and what's really interesting about this time is that everyone is facing the same hardship maybe the the you know the logistics or the the nitty gritty details are a little bit different, but everyone is facing the same thing to some extent. And I'm not trying to promote trauma bonding, but I Mm. think that everything that everyone is going through has brought a lot of people together. And I think that sense of togetherness, I'm hoping that sense of community is something that will translate beyond this period of time.
0: Mm. I don't
1: know about you, but I definitely feel closer to, um, my family, we've been Facetiming more because I know that they're having a hard time. You know, even with my friends, finding new ways to stay connected, whether that's bringing, you know, baked goods to each other's to each other's doorsteps or Facetiming or you know, doing Netflix party movies or whatever. I I I really feel that sense of connectedness and trying to help each other through this and having these conversations and asking people how they're doing um, because it's hard and I everyone's having a hard time I mean even the people who are mostly okay like who are who are trying to find ways to be okay there are always going to be struggles nothing is ever uh rainbows and butterflies unfortunately um
0: so yeah that um that's something that I've definitely been noticing and I I do think I think like how could we get to the end of this like get through this and not all be changed I think that I'm, you know, it's funny I say that, but it's, you know, one of the other things is people can have these life changing experiences, but um, find still find themselves slumping back into their old, old habits. But um, I think that there, I like to, I like to think that there will be enough people who were impacted enough by this, that it will have a lasting change. Help us mm. to, because I think that we're just, it's like we're being forced to sit in the corner. <laughs> it's like and, we've been yeah. children and now we've been forced to sit in the corner and think about our ways.
1: Well, it's literally the earth is being, giving us a time out to tell us to go back to our rooms and to take a second and think about what we've done. <laughs> because when you think about it, well, it's true. When you think it's about so how we've gotten here, like, I don't know if people really understand how this whole pandemic thing started. um But it is literally because of the way humans have altered this planet. We are making the world, uh, we are are messing with the world's equilibrium. And so this virus, the the way things have mutated is, well, one, because we've changed environmental conditions and species and animals and viruses and all these things can't live where they no longer live. And things that might have necessarily killed them off, those conditions aren't quite right anymore. The viruses take in take to new hosts, um, which are different animals, and then it eventually makes its way to the few, through the food chain. Um, and mutations happen, and that's how things like this happen. How all of a sudden, you know, there's this new virus that we've never encountered before, which is also kind of cool if you think about it, because that means there are a bunch of species out there. For all we know, there are animals out there that we have no idea about because things are changing before our eyes, and sometimes you don't even notice it.
0: Um, oh, that's I, an interesting way to put it
1: and so when you know I was hearing a lot of really negative comments about how this virus started and um I I have to remind people and when I've had this conversation just like hold on I see where you're coming from however I want you to consider that we all started this problem we're all destroying habitat we are all contributing to a warming planet that is changing the way all animals live i mean if you think about it for example just to a local a local example the tick problem and i'm going to say the tick problem because it is a problem we have a lot of ticks in nova scotia in the Maritimes with lyme disease this has not been a problem in the past you know there were always ticks but like to the point where like the population has exploded and it's because our winters don't get as cold Mm -hmm. the pigs don't die in the winter right and so why aren't the winters getting as cold well you know and and so when you think about it in that way we are seeing these changes but oftentimes it's relating it back to that bigger picture and trying to understand why these things are happening and so in this situation where we're all in self-isolation it's like well yeah we did kind of create this super virus unintentionally and now the planet is like well deal with that in your corner.
0: <laughs> I I think that's so fascinating and it's like a big reminder that everything is connected. And I, that's the thing that um I know has been talked about more and more recently and I I mean it is a trend, you know, it's kind of like a trendy thing now everything's connected and that kind of thing, but I do believe that like this is like a reminder. This is an example like of how that is true. Everything is connected. The way that you behave affects a lot more than we initially think. I think it's kind of like a reminder that we need to take more responsibility for our behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, um, and that's encouraging and terrifying because, you know, when uh, it's easy to get caught in mindset that, you know, whatever I do doesn't matter. And um, like, what could I possibly do to help change the world or make any kind of impact or difference? And I think that as it turns out, um, there's a lot that one person can do. And okay. one thing that I've been thinking a lot about lately is just how there's, um you know, the way that you treat one person is going to affect the way that they react to other people. And mm. as much as I personally am trying to take more responsibility for the way that I feel. And so if someone does something to me and I'm like, that sucks. Like I wish you hadn't, you didn't do that. It, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be like, well, you know, they have their own reasons. They're probably having a bad day. That doesn't have to be the reason why I'm going to treat somebody else badly, I can still help change this, you know, kind of mm-hmm. break this cycle or whatever that's happening right now. And so, yeah, if I, if I am nice to an, kind to another person, then that could help influence the way that they go about their day and they could then reach out and be kind to a person that maybe they would normally be more frustrated with. And it can just cause that wave, you know, and so
1: beautiful. It's so beautiful when, when people can just be nice to each other and let that transpire into other things.
0: Yeah. And so then it's like, yes. So then it kind of, and it goes in, yeah, it goes into everything that we do. And so the way that we treat the environment, the way that, you know, what the decisions that we make and what we're going to consume and what, uh, are we going to use something single, that's single use, are we going to use something that is reusable? And it's kind of like, well, this is kind of what we've been putting out there and now it's coming back for us. <laughs> I think, you know, and it's funny that I'm talking like this because I think that I used to be such a person that really didn't believe that things were as connected as they are and would kind of rule my eyes at the idea. But, um, it's just kind of, when you start to pay attention to these things, it becomes a bit difficult to deny. Well, I mean, when you when you think about it, and I'm going to, again, bring it back to the bigger picture.
1: If the moon is able to control the ocean in how it ebbs and flows, the tides come in and out every day, and it has never stopped doing that, and we have such a strong connection to this literal flying rock in outer space, and to think that if that connection is that strong that we're not connected to our environment is, is almost bonkers. But we're really good, and when I say we, I mean humans, are really good at living fairly isolated lives on the day-to-day. Because we are going so fast, we see our built environment, um, especially in the city. We're going to see the inside of our home, the inside of our cars, the roads, the infrastructure, and maybe where we work and where we go to drink if you're not spending a lot of time in nature and seeing those connections, you're not really going to feel connected to your environment. Heck, you're probably not even going to feel super connected to the individuals around you. Um, Mm. And that's a big thing. And and not seeing that humility between one another and that, and those connections,
0: you know, it all, it all plays a role. Yeah, that's a very good point. It does have a lot to do with our perspective.
1: You know, just even in this past week, I um, I used to run a lot when I was younger. I I, I hadn't done that much um, in a few years, but now um, I started running again because I need something to do. I have <laughs> so much energy, so I started running, and I noticed that you know there are other people out and about in you know in the North End in Halifax, and it takes less energy to just look at someone and smile. And every time I pass someone, I look at them and I smile and they smile back, sometimes I had people wave and say, hello, I don't know these people. Yeah, you know, I could look away and it could be awkward. But I mean, everyone is spending their days in their homes alone, probably just as miserable as you are. So why not smile? And why not just bring a little bit of joy and a little bit of humility to the situation? Um, and it feels really good to just smile at strangers. And people probably think I'm a little bit kooky and I mean. <laughs> you know, fine. I probably am. Um, but just, just being able to smile and, and bring that connection is so beautiful and it's so simple. It's so easy to do and it can really positively benefit someone's day.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, it's funny, like lately, I mean, probably over the last few weeks I've, I've been thankfully, changing and like kind of reassessing what I'm thinking and why I'm thinking it. But, um, I know that myself, I had a lot of fear, which of course, I mean, yeah, we all, we're all, we're all experiencing fear about this. But, um, when I was going out in public, especially when like I was sick, like I had just like, I think it was just a lung infection. And, uh, when I was going out in public and people were kind of like being friendly and then coming towards me, my initial reaction was to be like, Oh no, but don't, don't come close to me because it was just like, cause at that point too, I wasn't really sure what was going on. I didn't want to unintentionally give them something,
1: but it was just mm-hmm. like,
0: I was reacting out of fear. And so it was kind of like, for all I know, maybe they weren't really going to come that close and whatever. And of course I want to keep them safe and myself safe, but it's, um, it was just kind of like a um, um, an initial reaction of just being like, no, don't, don't go near me. Like, stay away. And just kind of like a mean thing when there's definitely a, a much nicer way that you can even go about that. And um, it's just, it's funny how it's had me thinking, I guess, a lot more about how we act out of fear, like the way that we behave and what we're initially like, where our mind is like, we are going to act out of that. And so if I'm going to be focusing a lot on being completely freaked out about everything that's going on, then I'm going to just be kind of a a more negative impact like Mm -hmm. to everybody around me. And, uh, yeah, so I spent my time there (laughs) now trying to turn it around again. And I mean, you can be, you can be, you can still be nice when things are scary everyone's just, scared
1: right everyone's, everyone's scared, scared. Yeah. everyone's everyone's afraid and and you know there has to be a way that we can move through this with a little bit of lightness because um, otherwise it's going to be a really dark period of time and um we have come too far to revert back to you know to those dark feelings I've, I'm like speaking from a little bit of like a, a personal standpoint and just my struggles with depression and really dark, heavy feels. And maybe you can relate to this too, but I feel like Mm -hmm. the progress I've made in the past few months and the past year um, to let that totally just be flipped on its head. um, I couldn't do that to myself. I had to take a second and I, I wrote down um, when it was like finally clicking that like, okay, this is what's happening. I wrote down all of the things that would help me like have a sense of normalcy and that would keep my like mental health in check because it could be really easy to 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 slip back. yes, into those negative ways of thinking. yeah um, and, and you have to you have to check yourself. So no one else is gonna do this for you.
0: No, that's like oh, that's it's, that is so right. You were exactly right. And, um, so I was actually, uh, I haven't, I'm not, I am not have not been talking to a lot of people, people about this just because I, um, I think maybe it's like, I, I'm still not ready for all of the opinions that could kind of come out of it, but I was telling Mark and now I guess I'm telling you and anyone listening now that like, so I have alopecia, which again, like it's not a huge deal. Like it isn't a huge deal. You just lose your hair, and that's annoying.
1: <laughs> and mm-hmm. like it doesn't.
0: It's not painful. It hurts your pride, <laughs> and um, and it's triggered. You know, as as I think is the case with all auto autoimmune diseases, they get triggered or they worsen with stress. So I initially got it um, four years ago. And it was when my grandmother had died. And uh, and so it was like, for me, that was a huge life change. It was very stressful. And, um, and then, you know, like I had just like a lot of initial stress with it too. Like I got to be with her when she died. And that was like, I'm really thankful for that. Of course, it was very stressful too, though. And then, you know, plan the funeral and that kind of thing. And so then by the end of that week, I discovered a bald spot on the back of my head that eventually grew to be pretty large like it was definitely a quite a bit larger than a toonie like it was a good a good size and um and then it was kind of like one of those things where it was like it made me kind of reassess okay well how am I handling stress and um so I had to try to like you know be more mindful of like exercising and doing therapy and talking more about like how I'm feeling and that kind of thing and then um And then I went on medication for depression and then I I never had another flare up. Like it never, it just stopped. So I was thrilled. And then of Hmm. course this year, just because of everything that's going on, you know, it's, again, it's a big life change. And I'm, we're also approaching the anniversary of my grandmother's death, which would usually like would have been when I started uh, getting bald patches again. Um, it's. It seems that I'm now again like okay. I found another bald spot. So I was talking with um, one of my friends who's um, very into like how um, like much I would say further advanced as far as emotional intelligence goes, and just really understanding how the way that you think really does affect your body. And they were just kind of like, okay, well, um, are you letting all of your emotions out? Because I was realizing that because I, you know, I initially started off as being scared. I was really trying to put on a good face and be like, okay, everything's okay. There's a great part. There's a great side to all of this. And, you know, you have to be brave for the people around you. You know, I needed to be brave for my kids. And um, so then I wasn't letting any of it out. So like I, I meditate and it uh but again i was using that as like a source of like trying to become become calm and you know collected or whatever and so my friend was just like you gotta like that's actually a time that you can use to let the things out like let those emotions come out and like experience them play them out kind of thing so it's like you're not hurting the people around you you're doing that in your private time but you're allowing yourself to let it out because and because I wasn't doing that, my body was like, all right, well, then you're going to let them out somehow. So you're going to start losing your hair again. <laughs> so um, I can't remember. I can't remember exactly why I started that. I think it was because I was trying to say we need to allow ourselves the opportunities to let that, to let all of those emotions and everything mm-hmm. out to, to acknowledge mm-hmm. the fact that, yes, this is scary. Yes, this is very uncomfortable. Uh, yes, I feel really angry about all of this and I want to yell at things and I want to punch them and I want to like destroy kind of thing. And it's okay to actually acknowledge that and allow yourself to really feel that. I mean, I've been screaming into pillows. It's great. <laughs> it's awesome. What that right? <laughs> uh, and uh, like trying some more aggressive exercises because it's like, I want to like, I want to fight, like I want to like punch somebody in the face. And so I'm not going to punch someone in the face, but I will, you know, just punch a pillow or be just like exercise hard enough that I feel like I'm getting that physical aggression out. Mm -hmm. So I think that's another thing that, um, is good to acknowledge because it's definitely something that I can very easily forget. You know, you're kind of like, I need to focus on that positive stuff. Like, yeah, you do, mm-hmm. but you also have to say you're like, Yeah, this I am really angry about this though. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, what do you think? Finding those outlets
1: think. is finding those outlets is so important. Finding those ways to feel in a in a way that's not at the detriment of yourself and others is, is really important. Ultimately, like that's in part why I started running again for that same reason that you just mentioned, like finding ways to to have that release.
0: Mm. Yes. And I like that you say, yeah, that's not detrimental to yourself or others. Because it's to possible to do that. Not, and that's really yeah. cool.
1: And if you're not feeling your feelings and you're stuffing them away and being like, well, nope, that's fine, everything's fine. It, it's That's that's worse. That's 100% worse because we know what happens when you bottle things up. They grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. And grow. It's not helpful. Um, no. And it's okay to be scared and it's okay to have those feelings. like Recognizing them, being like, hmm, I'm feeling this way. This is what I'm feeling. Like, how do I deal with this? Um, and you can't find peace and acceptance and you can't feel that freedom until you, you know, set the beast free in whatever way that you need to. Um, and, you know, maybe there are ways that, the, the no, tactics that. Can, those tactics can become integrated into your new sense of routine, mm. finding ways to, to letting that out and it feeling okay. But, you know, I know, for example a lot of people who are active and who go to different classes and who go to the gym, like this is a really hard time because we're forced. Those are are, our coping mechanisms for a lot of things, especially especially physical activity and people who go to parks and stuff. And if we're not able to do that, it's really easy to get angry and to just be upset. Um, But it's it's so important to feel those feelings, but find ways to adapt your normal life to this new normal, this new temporary normal. Yeah. Um, and there's going to be resistance of course you're not you're not going to want to do all those things you know that you would be able to do in in the circumstance that you would like but um you know for the longest time I was saying I don't like working out at home I don't I don't it's not something I can do and then I you know I moped in that for like for a little bit and then this week I was like no like if I don't then I know how I'm going to feel so either I adapt and, or, or, I just continue on in, in this way of not feeling great and just bottling at my feelings. Um, yeah. We have everything that we can do everything within our power to make the situation better. There are a lot of things that we can do. Um, if you sit back and reflect deep enough, there are small things that you can do to make yourself feel better. Um Yeah, getting dressed every day for me, especially because I work from home, like that's one thing that I cannot stress enough. Like waking up as if it was a normal day where I, you know, make my bed, wash my face, have breakfast, and then I sit down and I'm ready to work and I've already gotten dressed. I feel like things feel normal. Um, you know, I noticed like how I feel about my self-esteem, especially when I don't do that. If I just like, I'm like a schlub all day, like I'm going to feel like a a schlub, right? So
0: (laughs) yeah, I, yeah, even those little things. That's, that's really, that's a very good point. It's kind of, that's a good point. Trying to bring back some of the things and like do some of the things that you can still do that are normal, like that you just normally do. I, yeah, that's, um, that's something that it's like it's so tempting to be like "Eh, whatever I'm not going anywhere so I'm not gonna like I'm just gonna stay in my pajamas all day which is what I did Mm. yesterday for the record I mean sometimes it's great to do that I think every now and then that's great because that's also a normal thing right to have like the lazy Saturday I guess it's just kind of like trying to stay away from turning that into your routine whereas the lazy every day (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh
1: yeah no, I, I I totally get that
0: yeah Uh. well this is like a really good talk I think that uh like you you have such a good way of uh of looking at things I think part of it is because you're just a very thoughtful person like you are definitely someone who sits with something and you think it over and think it over and then also you're a well-researched person so then you're going to be applying the things that you've been thinking about to the things that you've like that are actually like out there too that you're learning and uh yeah I think that just makes your point of view quite valuable and I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me today and share some of what you think
1: yeah um one thing I would like to suggest doing next time you go outside to let Picard out to anyone yeah. who might be listening to this um is to take a second and to tune into your senses there's um an act- I'm going to call it like a meditative activity that I um, like to do that um, can be really quite grounding. Um, So next time you're outside, whether that's just on your doorstep or wherever, go through your five senses and, and lean into what you're, what you're feeling. So for example, you mentioned hearing. So you might want to start by closing your eyes and breathing and, and taking some deep breaths and just thinking about what can you smell? What are the different smells and try to identify how many and what they are and then you might want to go through hearing what are all the sounds that you can hear do you hear birds how many different types of bird calls do you hear maybe you would normally hear cars maybe you don't hear those cars anymore um maybe it's the hum of you know your heater or whatever Um, and then and then go through touch are you sitting on something what does that feel like um does, does the air how does the air feel on your skin open your eyes what are you seeing um Uh, And then taste, maybe the air tastes salty or maybe you had coffee, so you have coffee breath or, you know, I think that just taking a second to observe your surroundings wherever you are outside can be a really, really great way to just take a second to ground yourself and to remind ourselves that, you know, just outside of our door, there's still a whole world around us and that world is not going anywhere. And, you know, we might not be able to experience the world and other people as we normally would, but it will pass. Um, and just finding a way of, of peace with that. So um, I would recommend trying out that five senses meditation little activity um, and letting me you know how that goes. I love that. Yeah, okay, done.
0: I'll do it. I and that could be
1: part of your morning routine when you let the card out or you do it once and you're like, ah, this isn't for me. Um, but uh, it's been really refreshing. And it's something that I, I like to do when I'm not feeling so great.
0: Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's great. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> um, yeah. And everyone listening, thank you so much for taking the time. I hope that you're doing okay. And know that wherever you are, we're sitting here in our houses <laughs> loving you have a good Bye. morning evening afternoon, night we'll be talking to you soon